Hi, this is Richard Benjamin, and you're listening to TV Confidential. I take you in the second round, but the powers that be overrode me. Ed Roberts wants a reminder that the next edition of TV Confidential will premiere next week on this station at the usual time. We will play part two of our conversation with Harry Shearer. Plus, we will welcome back our friend Mark Shaw. Mark Shaw, former legal analyst for cable television and the author of such books as The Reporter Who Knew Too Much and Collateral Damage. Collateral Damage, The Mysterious Deaths of Marilyn Monroe and Dorothy Kilgallen. We hope you'll join us for that. In the meantime, we'll close out this week's program by continuing our conversation with Tony Winters. Tony plays an NCAA executive in the upcoming feature motion picture National Champions with J.K. Simmons, Timothy Oliphant, Jeffrey Donovan, and Kristen Chenoweth. National Champions opens in theaters everywhere Thanksgiving Wednesday, November 24th. You can follow Tony on Twitter and on Instagram. We're talking about, we've been talking a lot about how Preparation makes our own luck. We make our own luck when uh, when the opportunity strikes because we do our homework and we're ready to rock and roll when the occasion strikes. There's another example of that, I understand, early in your career. And this, this I think this also happened on the set of Sneakers. You were only on the set for one week. And I don't remember whether you had screen time with Sidney Poitier, but you had an opportunity to chat with them and bond with them because you had read his book and you, you knew his career and you had done your homework. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and it, it happened organically. It wasn't anything that I, I tried to orchestrate. I was, it was between takes. I was sitting uh, off set and there was an empty chair next to me and Mr. Potier came and sat down next to me. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember for the life of me how the conversation started but uh, it did, and uh, I had read his book called This Life, his autobiography that came out in the early 80s. I remember I read it in college, mm-hmm. and there was a story about he was kind of done with, he, he was making a living as a dishwasher in New York, mm-hmm. in, like in the, in, the 19, in the mid to late 1940s, and trying to figure out a better way to do something with his life. And he found in the Amsterdam News, which is the black newspaper at the time, an audition for the Negro Ensemble. And so he went to the audition. She said, well, being an actor has to be better than being a dishwasher. She really didn't fully understand what an actor did. But he goes to this audition, and he just stinks up the room. He can barely speak English because, you know, he's got this thick Caribbean accent. He he doesn't read very well. And uh, anyway, he just gives a terrible audition, and the guy that was running the audition grabs him by his shirt collar, throws, physically throws him out of the theater and says, go get a job washing dishes. Wow. He's walking down the street, and, and he's thinking to himself, he said, how the hell did this guy know I was a dishwasher? <laughs> so he became determined that he, he was, and we laughed about that. You know, I, I recounted the story to him, and we laughed about that, and we talked about other things, and it was just one of those full circle moments in life, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, uh, you know, because I grew up worshiping Sidney <laughs> Poitier, mm-hmm. who was this cool, dignified black man with this, who, who had done, you know, the lilies of the field, you know, in the heat of the night. They called me Mr. Tibbs, all this stuff I grew up on. And here I am several years later, I'm now working with him. It was, it was truly one of life's circle yeah and and again i'm not an actor i just talk to actors on 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 the radio but i i 
I, I would imagine you gotta you, you have to bottle up the fan in you because because at, at the same time you're there for the same reason he's there because you're a professional. So you gotta be professional first and foremost. But you but obviously you were able to strike that balance and and and, and create it or a bond with him organically. Absolutely, and you know uh, conversely, I grew up a big fan of Robert Redford who was on the set all week, mm-hmm. who, oh, Butch Casting and Sundance Kid, Three Days of the Condor, you know, uh, uh, All the President's Men, all this stuff I, I, I grew up watching in the 70s, and here I am on the set with Rapper, who, who was another actor I truly, truly admired, and he never, we never, he never spoke to me for, for an <laughs> entire week. You know, walked right past each other, and he wouldn't say a word, and I, and I knew better than to invade Robert Redford's space, you know. Uh, he, we were working, and, and, and that was fine. He, we don't have to be best friends. But I'll tell you, I will tell you my, my Redford moment was I was outside of the soundstage, and there was a kid there. I guess he was one of the crew members' sons, and he, uh, he and I were throwing the football back and forth. So at one point, I throw him the football, and Redford comes out of the soundstage, and he catches the football. And he throws it back to me. And that was my moment. <laughs> that was as close as we got, man. <laughs> National Champions opens in theaters Thanksgiving Wednesday, November 24th. You can follow Tony Winters on Twitter and on Instagram. We talked earlier uh, about your background in daytime drama. We also talked about how people who work in daytime you know, I'm not just talking about on-screen talent. I'm talking about behind-the-scenes talent. People working daytime are among the hardest-working people in the industry because of speed and volume. But I understand that in a way, Tony, your work on the video games NBA 2K15 and NBA 2K16 was even more challenging, even harder than your work in daytime. Dude. <laughs> Dude. I can tell you that was really one of the greatest acting challenges I've had to date. Uh, I remember the audition. It was just a paragraph, and it was described. The character was described as a as a as a basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I go to the audition, and I, you know, I, I deliver the paragraph, and then um, they call me back, and the director was there, and he had me do it a c- couple of different ways, and that was that. So I figured, okay, this is. Um, I don't know, because they were very secretive about it. They said, okay, this is, I'm thinking to myself, I've been around a long time. This is probably one day shoot in Van Nuys, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And uh, next thing I know, my commercial agent calls me and tells me that um, I booked the job. I said, oh, okay, cool. She says, "Uh, pack up because you're going to uh, San Francisco for the next couple of weeks. I'm like, what? (laughs) Paragraph, (laughs) you know? And uh, they said, no, this is a video game. Uh, I said, oh, okay. And then they delivered the then the material arrived. It was remember those binders you used to carry <laughs> in grade school mm-hmm. uh, for each class. It was one of those, oh, wow. <laughs> filled with material for my character. And you have to understand. I don't know if you play video games or not. I think we might be out of the demographic. But uh, they have these scenes called cutscenes, mm-hmm. and each. Scene has three different scenarios in which.
trilogy can play out. Yeah, you have to. It's it's not like it's not a it's not like a traditional scripted movie or drama where there's one outcome. You have to for when you when you perform as a character in a video game, you have to perform all the various possible outcomes of that game. Exactly. You 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 worded it better than I did. <laughs> and uh, man, I got to tell you, and and the dialogue would only change ever so slightly. And I worked very closely with a wonderful actor named Sheldon Bailey. And and uh, there was no way I could memorize all of this dialogue. Given the, I mean, it would, it would have taken a year mm-hmm. easily to memorize this. And uh, there were certain scenes I was able to memorize. There were certain scenes in which the producer just, we put in the earpiece and he would feed me the lines. There were other scenes Sheldon and I would step aside and work the dialogue for a few minutes. I got it, and then there was all the voiceover stuff I had to do, the the locker room, uh, be, the halftime, you know, pep talks and, and, and analysis of the game uh, up until that point. It was a tremendous, tremendous amount of work. But the, the upside to that was it's a game that my son and all of his friends played. So for, for throughout 2015, and I was in NBA 2K15, I was the cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> Julian's dad was in 2K15, so uh, it was all worth it, man. In fact, I still get a lot of uh, accolades from him and his buddies for for that gig. So you know, whenever your son can appreciate it, uh, it it's it's well worth it. You know, Absol- if he remembers me for nothing else. You'll remember that his dad was in NBK 2K15. Absolutely. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Okay, this is apropos of nothing, but. You played an NBA coach in the video game. If there were ever a movie made about Dodgers manager Dave Roberts, they should cast you as Dave Roberts because there's a very strong facial resemblance. <laughs> I concur. You know, the <laughs> conversation I had today about being cast as someone that I bear uh, some resemblance to, my mom called me today and she said, Tony, if they ever make a movie about Colin Powell, you know, who passed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. You should play him. I said, well, Mom, I kind of did already. She said, where? I said, on Shameless. Mm-hmm. My, char- my character <clears throat> was named Powell. Mm-hmm. And I was a, a, a general at a military academy, but they wanted someone w- who bore some resemblance to Colin Powell, which is kind of a funny story, it- if if, if I may? Go ahead, go ahead. I remember getting the audition, and I, I drive over to Warner Brothers, and I get out of my car, and I'm headed over, headed inside, and I see an actor I know who I see at many auditions. He's about my age, black guy. And I say, oh, okay, he's up for it. I, and he's a wonderful actor, but he doesn't look anything like Colin Powell. I said, okay, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I got him. <laughs> so <laughs> we go on inside. And I see another guy that I know, you know, from the audition circuit. And, again, a wonderful actor who I've known many years. But he doesn't look anything like Colin Powell. So I'm like, okay, I got him too. So it's the three of us. So, you know, they're calling up characters in groups for this particular episode. Okay, we want to see everyone playing Nurse Betty. So the five Nurse Bettys would get in line. And then we want to see everybody playing Officer, you know, uh, Johnson. So then the five police officers. Now they said, okay, we want to see everyone playing Powell. So uh, they called off the names. Then they called off one more name, and it was a white dude. <laughs> I, said, I think this is my job to lose. Mm-hmm. So 
So anyway, uh, long story short, I go in. I, I give a pretty solid audition, and it fell my way. I'm not an actor, but I, I don't imagine that app that happens too often, Tony. That the universe um, sets things up where it's pretty much your your role to lose. I don't imagine that happens too often in an acting career. No, you know, you you never know. You you just ninety percent of the time, you never know. You 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 do your best and let it go. Again, going back to the let it go. Uh, feeling that uh, I do the best audition I can and that's that. Absolutely. There are there there are those that you kind of lament a little bit though. There are there are those ones that kind of stick with you that role that's like man this is this is really awesome. I really hope I get this one. And then you kind of track it. At least I do. I yeah. can speak for every out there. And then you kind of track it. You want to see who they went with <laughs> <laughs> and and maybe why. And sometimes you say okay yeah. That guy got me. Mm-hmm. And then other times you think, what the? <laughs> <laughs> they had me and they went with him? <laughs> you know? uh, so, you know, you do your best and you let it go. Absolutely. Uh, Tony Winters uh, was the assistant coach in NBA 2K15 and NBA 2K16. He plays an NCAA executive in the feature motion picture National Champions. National Champions opens in theaters everywhere Thanksgiving Wednesday, November 24th. We've talked about National Champions coming up. I understand uh, you have some other episodic television coming up. I'm in the pilot episode of a show called Yellow Jackets which premieres on Showtime Sunday, November 14th. Stars Juliet Lewis and Christina Ritchie. In the meantime, we'll look for you and J.K. Simmons and Timothy Oliphant, Kristen Chenoweth, and National Champions opening in theaters everywhere Thanksgiving, Wednesday, November 24th. You can follow Tony Winters on Twitter and on Instagram. Tony, this is a lot of fun. Please join us again on TV Confidential. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. A reminder that when we're singing, when we're singing, the Partridge Family and their music is available exclusively at whenwe'resinging.com. Also a reminder that the many faces of Nehemiah by Nehemiah Persoff, as well as Bell Garden Beat and Butterfly by James Rosen, available classic TV series books.com, as well as amazon.com, where the books are sold on Line. You can meet James Rosen at the Williamsburg Nostalgia Fest in Williamsburg, Virginia, Thursday, November 11th through Saturday, November 13th. Tickets and more information, WilliamsburgNostalgiaFest.com. Finally, a reminder that you can listen to Les Show with Harry Shearer on various NPR stations and CPR stations. Les Show also available for listening on demand as a podcast, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you find your podcast, as well as harryshearer.com. That'll do it for our program this week, folks. Ed Robertson, Baffert, Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, Phil Grace, and Greg Airbar. Thank you so much for listening. Stay healthy. Stay safe. We'll talk to you next time on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.